The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I am over the moon for this episode with Nicole. She is from Below Average Running on TikTok and Instagram. She is so genuine, so much fun. This episode, her words are so chaotic, but functioning. So just sit back and relax, and we'll just jump right into the episode. All right. I'm so excited to have Nicole Lynn on the podcast today. You might know her from TikTok. Um, you'd be crazy if you didn't because she does below average running. And when I first discovered her, I loved everything about her whole, I was going to say channel, but it's not a YouTube channel. It's a TikTok page. <laughs> but, um, I just, I love like everything about how genuine she is, how real she is about running. And I've loved watching her running journey. And I'm so excited to have her on the podcast to talk about it more. So I will hand it off to Nicole to introduce herself. Hi everyone, I'm Nicole. Um, yeah, I, I do below average running. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory of what it is. <laughs> I run slowly and I try to tell people to embrace the pace. That's kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. And she's got her cat today, which is funny because I, I just had Jocelyn on and she had her dog barking in the background and she kind of came on and was like, I'm so sorry, but my dog won't stop barking. <laughs> and now you've got your cat that keeps coming in front of the screen. Yeah. It's super cute though. Yeah. No, but I'm really excited to have Nicole on today. I wanted to kind of just start and just break into your background and just ask about how you got started with running. Um, what made you want to start and like, what's kind of like, you know, kept you consistent up until now, any struggles that you went through and that sort of thing. So I, I started running young, like every child I played sports growing up, like played soccer, always was conditioning running. I think I really got more into running. My brother is four years older than me and he did cross country in high school. So that would have been like eighth grade for me, seventh grade. So that's when I kind of more started running. I still was never good at it. Let me clarify, I was never once good at running. That has not changed. I've been very consistent about that. Um, and then of course, when I got to high school, I had done cross country, track, basketball, all that. I was a little bit better at track. We'll flex on that a little bit better, but not great. <laughs> so that's when I like more seriously got into running, but I wouldn't say I enjoyed it <laughs> back then. Like uh, in high school, it was just it was like a chore to do it. And yeah. I think I really started to enjoy running and stay like passionate and consistent doing it myself was probably after I graduated undergrad. And I had run a little bit then, not consistent, but I'd done a couple halves. And then in my master's, that's when I got more consistent with it. And now I think I could say I like it. Um, mm. Depends on the day, but I definitely yeah. enjoy it way more. Very similar journeys then because oh, I didn't do tracker cross country or anything in high school, but kind of similar. <laughs> did a lot of sports that you would have like conditioning coaches for conditioning days and things but it yeah. was like in high school and college I mean more so high school it definitely felt like a chore and then yeah 
college, it was like something that helped me like balance the stress of like undergrad and like the first time being in college and like all that sort of stuff. But like, I just remember seeing like the kids in high school, like that ran like six minute miles and (laughs) were like crazy cross country people like running through the forest and stuff like that. I just like, I could never understand them. And I think it made me really insecure about like my own running and like my pace and things. But yeah, I I guess it was like, I think once you grow up and kind of, I don't know, I guess you want to like find something because you're so used to growing up with sports and stuff, but like you want to find that thing to kind of keep it going. But was there anything like specifically that helped you like get more consistent or kept you consistent with running? I think it would just be like, okay, so I studied architecture um, in undergrad in my master's and it's it's brutal. Mm. And all you do is sit in front of your computer, you build models, like you were constantly working. So I used it as a way to force myself to leave the house for like an hour. So mm. I got excited to go run because I was like, well, it's one hour, you're not going to be staring at your computer. Yeah. So it was almost like a reward to step away from studio for a minute. And like how you had said, it's a, it's a stress reliever. It's the one hour of the day that your brain just kind of shuts off and it's just elevator music while you're running. Yeah. So I think that's what I like was craving was the numbness of just being able to be free f- from the school for an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally understand. Any struggles that you went through and kind of your running journey, like from high school until now that you kind of felt like, like, I don't know, like setbacks or just like moments where you felt like you weren't going to like kind of go back to running. Never like a point where I knew I wouldn't go back to running. I feel like once you start, you kind of will just keep going the rest of your life. Like it's, it's like low key occult sort of thing. It's like with any sport, you, you always (laughs) go back, you pay, pick up basketball games, pick up soccer games. Like you do all of that. But I did notice, and this is like weird. I'm not old. I'm 25. (laughs) like I have noticed from high school you know you'd run five or six days a week no rest days and you were just running and what you never did hip strength you never did leg strength arm you never did any strength days you just ran and I've noticed now if I don't do like my hip mobility every other day and my hip strength leg strength like I am in so much pain (laughs) I've noticed as I've gotten older like you have to stay consistent with your strength training and I thought that was crazy because when you're 17 your body's so resilient oh we can do this when you you turn like 23 it's like psych bitch you have to do your hip mobility it's like it's like hangovers like how as your hangovers get worse like your body just starts to like feel like it's deteriorating and like if I like I I was staying with Jack for the past month and I didn't have my foam roller with me and I was just like I need I need my foam roller I'm going to like I I just like could not I was like struggling with my runs but be, just because I didn't have my foam roller and I wasn't yeah. doing my stretches and like, it wasn't like, I'm really into like foam rolling my shin splints and my hips. And mm-hmm. like, if I don't have that, I just feel like I'm a broken person, like all the yeah. time. <laughs> and it's even just like one day, like you're in, you're in bed, you're like, oh, I forgot to do like my hips or my foam rolling, whatever. And you're like, oh, I can miss it. Okay. If you miss it, like it's going to hurt for another two days. You've yeah. already fucked up. You have yeah. to go back and do it. And I just, I'm like, I'm only going to get older. It's going to get worse. (laughs) I think that's been the hardest change from running when you're 17 to now would definitely be you do have to seriously stay on top of your strength. And it sucks because you never want to do it. You already ran five miles. I don't want to do anything else. So. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I think with like people that want to get into running as well, I think it's important to like note that it's important to know that it's not just running, that you should definitely like mix it up and do different sorts of like workouts as well, like cross training and stuff. But like, 
Yeah. Just like the stretching element and the mobility element of running is so important. And like for so long, I was wearing shoes that I would like, I don't know, get from like the clearance section at Nike or something. Like yeah. I think Jocelyn had mentioned that as well in our episode where she was like, oh, I was, I started running again and I picked up some clearance shoes at Kohl's, but it's like, yep. you have to go to a shop and like have someone watch you run on a treadmill and do like a yeah. proper gait analysis because like those, those, you know, your joints, your knees, your all all that stuff it's gonna get worse as you get older yeah and like just a little like fun fact for you coach alicia had taught us that actually when you buy your tennis shoes your running shoes like asics from kohl's they make it a lesser version of the real one from asics store or a running store meaning that like the the thickness of the sole is thinner in kohl's or like those big retail brands and i was like no way i don't believe her and she had called us on a zoom call and the one girl had bought like pink a6 from kohl's and alicia had like the real a6 and you could see the difference like maybe quarter inch but you could see a clear difference in the amount of cushion in the foot the tongue was different the um your heel sits on the back where it's your heel that was thinner and they don't last as long either so that's one thing i learned you know in a good pair of running shoes is gonna be like a 100 bucks but invest in it because you're gonna get about 400 miles off of them compared to a Coles pair where you might get 250 yeah and you're gonna have like joint issues but I thought that was crazy interesting because no one knows that Mm. so yeah yeah I think shoes are so important I know people we used to this was like years ago I think in like college people were really into those Nike like they were really thin bottoms but they were like 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 fly knits like yes everyone was into that and I never got into it but I had a really close friend of mine who ran a bit as well she got into them but then she actually developed like an injury from it because there's just like absolutely no support in those shoes and it's purely just for like the look of like it looks like you're putting on a sock like oh I wanted a pair so bad they were so cool but yeah I I have heard that Nike tend to be worse on your joints unless you Mm. get really really good ones Mm. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay for the really, really good ones. It's like my books yeah. are fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been so. so tempted at so many points. I think all the big runners wear those like air zooms or just like the really yeah. chunky bottoms. And I'm it just looks like, so nice. it looks so cool. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's not that bad. It's just a couple hundred. But then the other part of me is like, you don't no, Don't do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Uh, tell me about your first half marathon. Because you've done okay. a couple of halves at this point. I've done five. I okay. have number six in two weeks and the number seven. Exciting. <laughs> so so exciting. Really, yeah. Um, so my first one, I had made a deal with one of my cross country teammates that we wanted to do one before we graduated. And we ended up doing a junior year in December. Now, this was in like Palm Beach, Florida. So it was still very hot outside. So it was 2013 and I was 17 years old was my first one. Um, it was the worst experience of my entire life. It was awful. I was thinking, oh, I could come off of cross country, which ended like mid-November and just do this. This race was beginning of December. And I was maybe in shape to do like five miles and I wasn't fast still. And I just remember doing it. And I, my time was three hours and like maybe 14 minutes, three hours and seven minutes. It was you know, it was above three, which was fine. My only goal is ever just to finish. And I just remember running and I remember thinking it was never going to end. And it got so hot and you could just feel the sun like beating on your shoulders and you're right along the water, which Aww. would be pretty if you weren't dying. <laughs> and I like, I can vividly remember this half, especially last mile more than anything in the world. It was awful, but 
and I, I will never run that one again because I had such a bad experience with it. Um, but I have noticed when you put in proper training, it's not as bad. Um, but that was my first one. But I, I mean, it was really cool because I had done it before I graduated, which was my goal. And I was yeah. like, you know, I'm 17. I ran a half marathon. Not many people can say that, that they've ever run a half. So I was really proud that I had done it so young. And I figured I'd probably do another one someday. And I did. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that that's so... Yeah. I think that like with anyone's first half or first full marathon, like I've always told myself for both of those, like if I finish, that's, yes. that's great. That's I, that's me done. And like that anything was Anything else is extra. It's yeah. That's yeah. exactly the mindset. You anything have else would be amazing. But if I finish, yeah. that's amazing. Um, and it's, it's a learning experience. Every half marathon, like I'm going to this one, like it's the most I've ever been prepared and I'm running a little slower than I did for my last one. But it's, I think it's because I have another half under my belt that yeah. oh, I know I know more. And every time you do a 5K or any run, you're constantly learning and picking up different tips. So as you do them, I just feel like you get better. Yeah. So your yeah. first one's never going to go well unless you're Jocelyn who runs an hour and 30 some minutes on her first half, which <laughs> I'm still shocked about. Yeah. She just <laughs> dropped that when I was interviewing her the other day and I was just like, excuse me she's like no work? and I was like Are no you but I, me? I don't she was like I don't but I didn't know what I was doing and I was like I was I'm just not gonna say anything because that's an insane time and she's like a mom of three and she's incredible she's so, so fast <sighs> yeah what I would give to be that fast my first full marathon was like this really funny story of like having signed up for one that mm. got canceled because of COVID went and signed up for like the next one in the mm. next state closest to me. And it happened to be this trail marathon in a national forest in Oregon, which is horrible. It was like in the middle of, it was August. So it was middle of summer. And my final time was something like five and a half hours, but I was just like three miles in, we were going uphill in like dirt. And I was like, Oh God, <laughs> If I don't feel like this is going to be so long. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Just throw all of that mindset out the window of like the time that you actually wanted. If I finish yes. this, I will be happy. If I don't get yes. lost on this trail, I will be happy. <laughs> Everything exactly. will be fine. I always say, and any real, anyone who shits on you running slowly isn't a real runner because any, even the best athletes, if I run a six hour marathon or a four hour half marathon, whatever, that number one person will be like, you still ran 13.1. Yeah. You still did 26.2. It doesn't matter. No, Would it be yeah. nice to go a little faster? Of course. But I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It doesn't matter how fast because you still ran that 26.2 that day. Yeah. Yeah. I you think just that... got to enjoy the course a little bit longer. That's it. <laughs> exactly. You took in the, you took the scenic route. You were, yeah. you were taking yeah. in the views. <laughs> You're like, I was looking at insects and rocks and I was looking at everything. Uh, speaking of hate, how, tell me about TikTok because you've got quite a following on there <laughs> and you, we've, we spoke about this with Jocelyn a few weeks ago, just around like hate that you get on TikTok. How, how uh, have you dealt with that? Well, I would say I'm lucky. I don't get too much hate. Uh, very often. And if I do have a video that does well and gets a lot of views, I tend to stop reading the comments because they will get negative sometimes. And I just don't care. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do tell myself, and this is like a humble brag. They say you officially made it when you have copycats and haters. So my <laughs> first hate comment, cause there's, I have a couple copycats and it's fine. I don't really care anymore. But when you got that first hate comment, I was like, I made it. Like people <laughs> will go out of their day to try to ruin mine. And I'm like, you know what? You keep commenting. You keep pushing this video, push that algorithm, and I'll get a few more cents from this video. 
thank God, like I have a rather tough, tough skin. I don't like someone called me. They said, oh, that's a shitty mile time. And I literally responded. Did you not hear the introduction of the video? It says, welcome to below average running. And I wasn't trying to be like a dick to the person. It, it was like an honest response. Did you not see the context clues? Did you think I was going to run a six minute mile? And I had said that back and he made a comment. He's like, well, I'm just saying it's not good. And in reality, so my average pace is like an 1130. If you look up the national average um, for a woman's like uh, mile time for my age, that's above average. Yeah. But society wise, and it's technically below average because I'm not running like eight minutes, but well, it's, it's actually it's better. all you see online. I think exactly. because like I've never I think I was saying before, like I always was so insecure about my times. I used to I I never used stuff like Strava. I never used to post yeah. stuff about my runs because I was like, well, I'm looking around me online. And I think Jocelyn touched on this as well. I think especially on Instagram, like it's just like those top like elite runners that are like, yeah. here's my mile times something five something yeah. course and it just like is insane times but I think yeah. for some reason with TikTok it feels a little more real and like I think especially finding your account really helped me build my confidence with like my yeah. pace as well because like I think with your pace as well it's not like it's not the be all end all it's not like the end of the world sort of thing <laughs> I think that some people have such a focus on pace like and I think unless you're like a professional athlete I don't exactly. think it matters all that much but I no, think there's just some people who want to you know drive hate and just like be really no, negative I just I read some comments I follow um Noel Mulkey on mm. um, TikTok the really yeah. good Ironman athlete he yeah. gets so much hate. He is the sweetest person ever. So genuine. And he's just, he handles it so well. And he unfortunately gets so much bad comments. And I just, I sit there and like, why would you take time out of your day to write something mean to someone? Mm. And I, I'm sure I've said like a rude comment to someone online that came off. Sar I'm very sarcastic. I'm sure it came <laughs> off wrong. But some of the things that he will receive, I, I'm just, I can't imagine me writing that and then having like my mother see it. And she'd be like, what the hell is your problem? Like, why are you, mm. you're bullying someone. You're straight up bullying someone and you don't have the balls to say it to their face. Mm. And, and it's, you know, it's the same thing of my brother. Cause he's much faster than me. He made a comment. He's like, well, your half marathon's so slow. And he's my brother. He can taste me. I don't care. And I'm like, bro, how many, how many have I run? How many have you run? Zero. Yeah. Shut up. Like you can't say anything until you go put in the training and, and you know what it takes. Don't tell yeah. me I'm slow. It doesn't matter. And I was like, you know what? I had said this uh, previously, I can't remember to who, but I was saying if everyone was fast and everyone could be really good at running, then there wouldn't be no competition. There would be no mm -hmm. professional runners. And that's the thing is we're not all meant to be good runners. I was yeah. good at basketball, so I'm not good at running. It, mm -hmm. It's, you know, you, I wish you I was good. You can't win them all, Nicole. No. <laughs> you, you win some, you lose most. That is my motto. And someone's like, no, you don't lose most. I'm like in reality, you do lose most to make that one big win. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think <laughs> but, with like, yeah. yeah, sometimes with like hate as well, I think that those sorts of people like, A, they're sitting behind a screen and they're, you know, they just want to, you know, I feel like people a reaction. Yeah. And like, that's what they're looking for. And I think that like, it's the same with like bullying, like in person and in school, like unless you give that person like a reaction or like a reason to like, I guess it's like adding fuel to the fire. I think like exactly. what you said about just like, you know, ignoring comments and just like stop reading comments. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, for context, for people that are listening, I reached out to Nicole and Jocelyn the other day because I was like, I got my first like kind of like hate video and I don't know how yeah. to react. <laughs> like, But I think like at the end of the day, it is so true that like, you know, if you're going to just like react and give them something to like build on, that's yeah. when you're kind of like losing. And I think exactly. that exactly what Nicole said, the first hate comment, the first hate video, you made it. <laughs> Yep. So way to look at, I always try to like, to do like a witty response to it of, yeah, you know, you get that first hate comment, you made it because you mm. you're upsetting someone enough to like comment on it. I don't know. Yeah. It makes, uh, oh my gosh. You have two cats. Yeah, I do. This one has three legs. So look. <laughs> oh my gosh. I really wish that people could see. <laughs> He's so on. good. And I put this obnoxious bow on him the other day and he hates it. And I just, I love oh. it. My gosh, I really wish that people could see this, but Nicole had one cat walking across the screen and she's got another one now and it's only got three. <laughs> and I'm going to cry. <laughs> My one friend came over the one day and she didn't know he had three legs and she uh, I came back late because she just came into the house and the other cat just fell off the window. <laughs> the other cat's like blind. So it's, <laughs> I just... And she came, she's you didn't tell me he only had three legs. I thought something happened. I was like, you're telling me in the span you walked to my house, you thought his leg just fell off and completely healed. <laughs> but oh man. Funny. Well, yeah. tell me, tell me a little more about like like how how TikTok has like influenced or like I don't know how TikTok and running together have like changed your life. Cause like um, you've obviously got like a big account on TikTok and yeah. you know, you've really gotten a following. How has that like changed running for you and stuff? Well, like how everyone says, when it starts to blow up, that was never my plan. My initial video where I introduced below average running, it was more of a joke to say like, Hey, like I know I'm slow. I don't really give a shit kind of thing. And when it blew up and I started to get a following, I had only started the videos to document my progress, how I would change like physically, mentally, emotionally, how I talked about my runs. And it was like a video diary. That's what I wanted it to be. Well, then it got attention. And I was like, you know, that's crazy. And people are saying, oh, you're inspiring me to run. You're inspiring me to run. Which if you'd asked my high school cross country coach that I'd be inspiring people to run, she would have never believed you. Um, so that's like really crazy. And I, it's been, I started below average running September of 2020. So it's been a little over a year and it definitely in the last like six months, I'd say it's really started to grow rapidly, which is nuts because the thing is too, it keeps me motivated to keep running. Seeing that people are saying I inspire them and they look forward to my videos and they like my humor. They like that. I I'm honest about it. It, I, when I have a bad run, I'm like, you know what, let me post it because it's going to help someone. Yeah. And it keeps me going the days I don't want to wake up at 545 before work to get a run in. It makes me go out because I'm like, you know what, Liz is going to like this video. Someone's going to benefit. You're going to help someone out today. Yeah. So that's how I view it. And I've been lucky that I've started to, you know, I don't, I don't make a whole bunch of money from TikTok, but it's more. Even if it's a dollar, it's a dollar you didn't have. <laughs> we were having a deep moment, you know, Pluto? <laughs> he just, just yeah. I wish, let me show you him because he can't see and he just jumped on a pile of stuff. Pluto, look, say hello. Oh he doesn't my look bad. Pluto, say hello. He's like really <laughs> cross-eyed. <laughs> um, and I've started, it's starting to become like a little side gig at the point. I'm glad because I have student loans to pay off. And it's given me opportunities. I, I um, have gotten some free products to try, which has been awesome. I love free shit. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm trying to think. I'm getting a free pair of running shoes from the Pittsburgh like ambassador running thing, which has always been my goal to get a free pair of shoes. They're going to be Brooks. I'm pumped. Yep. Yep. So that's super cool. He just stepped on my cricket and turned it on. So. 
it's I'm telling you, Liz, it's chaotic in here. I have also two bunnies, so it's just a whole zoo. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, running, it's it's really been just offered, you know, and I think one of my favorite opportunities and benefits I've gotten from starting that TikTok would be meeting Coach Alicia. I've never mm-hmm. actually met her in person, but she had reached out to me when I first started and she wanted to work with me. And I was shocked because Alicia, you know, she's a collegiate athlete. She is badass, super yeah. good. And her program, when she when I followed it, it's the best I'd ever been. And she works with me personally. I call her probably like three times a week. I speak to her. And I think having that would be my favorite benefit and opportunity that I've gotten from running mm. would be working with her because I, she's from Pennsylvania. Why would I ever find her? But through TikTok. Mm. Yeah. So amazing. Well, yeah. I'll give you a chance um, to quickly just like plug your, all your different social medias. Oh. I'm sure that people have already heard of your TikTok, but um, just feel free to share all of the different um, ways that people can connect with you and okay. follow you. Okay. So for TikTok, it is Nicole underscore Lynn. Lynn is L-I-N-N. Um, Lynn is my last name. I want to clarify that it's not my middle name. <laughs> And then Instagram, it is just below average running. My personal Instagram is Nicole Lynn. I don't, it's something you can find on below average running. There is a Facebook group, a Facebook page. It's below average running. There is a Strava group, which is below average running. Um, there's also a charity miles group. It's an app that if you download it, you can take a charity and every mile is like a quarter or 10 cents donated. That is also below average running. And I think that's all of them. I, I love think. it. You'll yeah. have to send me all of that so that I can, I can include yeah. it in the show notes of the episode yeah. so that people can follow you and find you. Yeah, this has been so fun. And I've had <laughs> such a, this has been probably the most chaotic podcast interview but like one of my favorites <laughs> you just got an inside of my life it's it's chaotic but functioning is how I like to think of it <laughs> I love it well thank you so much again for being on the podcast it's been a thank pleasure you for having me I had a blast <laughs> All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. As always, all of Nicole's links will be in the show notes as well as a link to my fundraiser for Alzheimer's Society. I am running in the Paris and Berlin Marathon this year, fundraising with them. So I'd love if you check that out. Otherwise, just check out the rest of the podcast social media links in the show notes, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.